Hello and welcome to another edition of the First and Orange Broncos podcast. I'm Kyle Fredrickson, joined by Ryan O'Halloran. It is midweek before the Broncos travel to face the Jets, uh, hoping to get back over the 500 mark, sitting right now at 2-2. Two and two. Uh, This podcast dedicated to a Sunday feature that will run in the Denver Post, uh, looking at a player that many Broncos fans were very hyped up about in preseason. We're four games in, uh, and let's do a little bit of assessment. Cortland Sutton, uh, Ryan, he was the buzz of training camp right I mean the guy was pretty incredible four games in what do you make his progress to this point um, I, it's a double-edged sword I think he's making progress but I want to see him get more chances to make progress you can see some of the plays he's made down the field he's had a couple close calls he should have had a touchdown but he just didn't leave himself a lot of room on his route so I think little things like that is are why he hasn't maybe got more opportunities and you know the cynical view is they feel it's almost like they feel uh, obligated to give Demarius Thomas a lot of chances and you know he has 20 catches but his average is less than nine yards a catch Sutton is your is your downfield big body big play guy I think starting Sunday against the Jets uh, it's time to get him more involved early uh, flip it over to your side. You had a great conversation with him earlier in the week. How does he feel about what he's done so far? Yeah, he, I think he was critical to a, a point that was, you know, necessary. He, he thinks he's done some good things in these first few weeks. You know, you mentioned the the near touchdown catch. There's also been a couple of drops at, at key times for, for Cortland as well. But you mentioned just sort of the big play threat. Uh, you know, we talked about that. That was a strength in college. We've, we've seen that play out uh, in the pros so far as well, at least sparingly. You know, here's a guy who has had five targets in the in the opener against Seattle and, and goes for 45 yards. A uh, little bit of a struggle against the Raiders. Six targets, only one catch for nine. Uh, but in these past couple games, he's gone for 37 and then 51 um, on third, three receptions against the Chiefs. So in talking with Cortland, you know, going to more of a personal angle, uh, you know, here's a guy who understands uh, what it's like to build a program. You know, he's a second round pick, but at SMU, those were some terrible teams uh, early on during his tenure there. Uh, they won one game in his first first season two games in a second season uh so there was really a building process and i think for a young player in the league that's sort of experience that he's lent on and if you guys pick up the sunday paper you'll you'll learn more about Cortland's path uh to the broncos and and sort of those experiences have shaped him uh but it's really kind of put him in a position where where he could be the replacement for demarius thomas and let's kind of shift the conversation there around you mentioned it but how soon do you think this happens? I mean, you've watched a little bit of DT now. You've seen uh, what Cortland has done early in his career. How long is it before we're saying, all right, hey, here's a, a guy who's going to be out there, is the num- maybe the number one option, number two option, uh, is where Demarius plays more of a supplemental? Um, you know, there's so much in the three receivers that all three guys are going to play a lot. If I was a Broncos by now, um, I would have moved Sutton ahead of Demarius Thomas on the pecking order. You just don't see Thomas making a ton of plays. His longest catch is 23 yards. Um, he has five drop, uh, six drops, whereas Sutton, I've only charged him with the one drop on third down against Baltimore. So when you're 2-2 two and two and your quarterback hasn't thrown a touchdown since week one, it's time to start looking at your options a little bit. I think Cortland Sutton is... Uh, at the top of that list and it may he may be the only one on that list in terms of the passing game reboot because there should be more passes to go around now with no jake butt um Hireman is not going to catch 80 balls uh 
you know, Janovich is not going to catch 30. So they need to get their receivers more involved. Absolutely. And so kind of a final note on Cortland Sutton, uh, looking at sort of what his play resembles. You know, Demarius Thomas early in his career uh, was a guy who was versatile, could get down the field, could also get out on, on screen passes and bowl some guys over. Is Cortland Sutton that sort of player? Do you think he's versatile enough to, to be sort of an every down, kind of every play sort of guy? Or, or do you think he's more kind of pigeonholed at this point as, as a deep ball guy? Um, I think he can develop into an intermediate to deep uh, ball receiver. You've seen him catch a couple quick slants. To spread his playbook out a little bit, I want to see him work the middle of the field a little bit. It doesn't look like they think he's a great option for bubbles and quick, you know, bubble screens and quick throws. Maybe he's a guy that operates better when he gets a full head of steam or can get in and out of his cut. Uh, plus, when they throw those passes, he's a pretty valuable blocker just because he can get in the way. As the season progresses, I think we'll see his role expand, but it better be sooner rather than later. And last point on Sutton, I'll throw it to you. He talked to his college coach, Chad Morris, at Arkansas, who couldn't beat Colorado State. <laughs> or El- who they lose to? A Illinois- few other teams. Illinois yeah. State? It is not. Something gone. like yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, Chad coached at SMU when Sutton was there. What, it- what were Morris's thoughts? Yeah, for, for Morris, it's interesting perspective because he's entering a program that needs a total rebuild when he got to SMU in, in 2015. And Sutton was brought there as a safety. Uh, you sort of see that in his body style with how long and athletic he is. Imagine him being a lot skinnier uh, back then when when he was recruited to SMU. Um, But, you know, Chad sort of reflected a lot of what these Broncos teammates and coaches have said um, was just that Cortland has always sort of held himself to a maturity standard that's impressed a lot of people. Uh, One example you'll find in my story uh, that Chad Morris talks about is he's got a son who plays quarterback uh, for his high school team. And every time that he came to practice, he'd seek out Cortland specifically because he knew he was a guy uh, who would throw the ball around a little bit. So, you know, sort of a small example that that paints a larger picture of who this guy is um, and why he's really kind of been lent on early in his career you know to be a rookie in this league uh, to be getting as many snaps as he has at wide out you got to have that certain maturity level uh, certainly a guy who has it so as we transition a little bit from Cortland talk uh, we'll use the last bit of this podcast to talk about predictions Ryan Uh, we'll break down more of the game and and certain aspects of, of what we're looking forward to seeing on Sunday in New York but before we do that we'll sort of use this as a primer who wins this game Ryan, this is a game the Broncos have got to have. Where do you see them coming out? I think they got to have it. I think this is Vance Joseph's biggest game of his life. Uh, This team is not good enough to beat the Rams. They can't count on beating the Rams the next week, so that's four straight losses if they don't win Sunday. The Jets play terrible against Jacksonville. They have a rookie quarterback. They don't have a great set of receivers. They don't throw to the tight end. So if you stop the run, you put them in third and long, you know, this could be a breakout for this pass rush, which has four sacks the last three games. It could be a breakout for the takeaway department. They haven't had one since week one. So I think the Broncos realize the urgency and they win uh, you know, 27-20. Gotcha. I'll sort of go on the other side of that coin. I am going to predict a close Jets victory, 21-20. to I think Sam Darnold ultimately is kind of the wild card in this. He's a rookie, so we don't know what to expect. But with how this Broncos secondary has performed, you know, going on the road, Darnold gets a little bit more settled in. It just seems like the sort of situation where a young quarterback uh, really shows why he was drafted where he was and maybe makes these Broncos fans wonder if the, the team shouldn't have gotten their own quarterback. Let's just touch on that real quick for 
we go. What do you make? Young quarterbacks having success? Is there a little bit of an envy going on from from the Broncos? And should there be? There should be. Uh, you know, by all accounts, just before I got here, is that if Mayfield or Darnold was there at five, the Broncos would have taken one of them. Well, Mayfield shockingly went first, and then you knew Darnold was going to be gone yeah. soon after. So the success, the fact that all these guys are now playing, they probably wouldn't be playing here um, if they were on the roster. So that's a little bit of an apples-to-orange argument. But the fact that some of these guys are showing promise, there should be some non-buyer's remorse for sure. Right. So uh, we'll end on that note. Like I mentioned, another podcast coming later in the week, breaking down the matchup, talk more about Darnold, what the Broncos are going to hope to accomplish against him. Um, but as we mentioned previously, pick up that Sunday newspaper, check out what we've got to write about Cortland Sutton. Um, a lot of kind of inside information on what makes this guy tick and uh, a player who, you know, seems to be on, on path to develop into something pretty special. So uh, I'll sign off for this has been the latest first and orange podcast episode be sure to subscribe uh, and listen to us every week you can check out all our content denverpost.com and pick us up every day in the newspaper we will see you next time